Yo, what's up, everybody? Hope that your day is going great. Positive vibes and everything is going great wherever you are. From work, home, out shopping, with the children, or whatever. So, happy Easter. Well, be late Easter to everybody. Hope you guys have a, excuse me, had a safe holiday. And uh, this past weekend, so I had a chance to go see Tyler Perry's movie, Acrimony, with, uh, Taraji, P. Henson, and other actors. So this is a little intake on my opinion of the movie and stuff like that. So here we go. So basically, the movie is really, really good. It's action food, and there are scenes in it that you can relate to, male or female. I rather hear opinion from both sexes. To me, it's really uh, a good movie. So basically, it starts off, um, she's in the office, or not in the office, but in court, rather, uh, being, um, talked to and stuff like that about the situations she has put them into, and by them, I mean her past ex-husband and the person that she's, um, really threatening, which has happened to be the girl that he slept with in the previous years when they were together. So basically it starts off uh, in a college settings, excuse me, college settings, when those two are talking and doing other things, they finally date and stuff like that. And she so happens to be leaving school late that evening and it's raining, it's raining real hard. So she bumps into him on the way going home and when they pick the paperwork, um, she picks up some of his, he picks up some of hers. So in return, he ended up going to a dorm room and giving uh, her paperwork back to her. And he was like, well, I think you have some of mine. And being that she was pissed off, she said no, which she did. So he took a look at her essay, or work rather, that she did for the teacher. It so happened, I believe it was like the last semester that um, he took and it was the same teacher. So he uh, was able to help her and stuff like that. So fast forward to them walking, he was like, hey, 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 and he see her in the hallway, or not hallway, but like in the courtyard or something like that. And she's leaving, so he asked, well, how did you do? So she still filled it, and she was kind of upset about it, and she didn't want to let her mom down or other, um, her siblings down because she's not perfect like them. So her parent, but her mother dies, and then he decides to like calm her down or be there for her after the funeral, and then he leaves because her no good sister is like. Uh, this is her boyfriend, let me introduce you to him. This is my husband, my sister, and so on. So basically, she's being just a bitch because she don't really like to do with that her sister's talking to. So anyway, leaving, he decides to walk back, which is the train station, how he got there. Because they live in two different separate towns. So she was like, no, 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 I'll take you, which he refuses. But she ended up taking him home. So, when they arrived to his house, it was actually a trailer that he lives in that is in front of his uh, 
art. So he does that. And what happened was she was kind of shocked. But he like took a vanish. I wouldn't say that. But being that she was down and then he had his way with words. So he was very smooth and she liked that. And he is dark skin and his personality. And he was seeing all the right things through her. But it was actually the wrong time and she fell for it. So that kept going on and on and on. And so during their relationship, she slipped up and told that uh, her mom left the house, which was paid for, that's hers. And I think it was $350,000. So he would make suggestions here and there about ideas and stuff like that. So she would buy it and be interested in getting this for him, like it's her decision, which it was not. So he is building this battery, basically. So from college up until like their marriage, it's been years and years and years. So the money kept dropping and she keep buying all these different things for him. And she constantly falls for it. And eventually she gets tired of it. So like she catches him cheating because he's not returning a phone call or nothing. So she calls someone night and was like, hey, you know, I haven't heard no call from you. This is such and such. He answers the phone and says, oh, hey, baby, how you doing? Um, let me call you back because I need both hands for this part of the battery. So there's always something when you know there isn't something going on right that just tells you but you will not believe it at all, which she did. But there's one thing that he didn't know about her. She had a bad side. And when that side comes out, it's a whole different story. So she uh, went over to his home and she ramshacked the trailer two times. So the second time she did it and it rolled over. And all of this went on with like the small sheep that she had. And she did it so hard, she didn't know that she pressed against the steering wheel. I believe she had to get um, a scar to hysterectomy. And she was like, I think, 20 years old. So she was laid out for a while. And then he came, was like, I want to see her. And the sisters refused. And they finally gave in to her, um, saying, let them come. And so they talk. He talked to her and stuff like that. Then he decides to propose. And this nigga don't even have a ring. I'm like, is that a bubblegum machine ring or something? So she accepts that. Now they're married or whatever. And it's just not going too well. So he thinks it's going well, but it's not. So what happened was, later on during the movie, he meets this girl. And the girl that he meets is the same fucking girl that he cheated on her with. In the beginning of their relationship. So they're talking up. And he's trying to get attention to this company. Um, I believe it's called Prescott. And he was like, well, I think that it's um, good that I talk to you. And it's God's way of me bumping into you and all this other blah, 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 bullshit stuff. So, like, she is so intrigued by these dumb videos that he's been sending in, he's been writing letters weekly and calling weekly 
he ended up getting a phone call from head of security from that business to not come no near that building or he would get locked up. So she looked and looked at the stuff and like he got um, a chance to meet Prescott and talked about his product. He had no prodigy, so he was like, nah. And the sad part, they offered him $800 million, I believe, or $1,000. And he turned it down, which was dumb because you already got this girl house that her mother left for finance, or not finance, but mortgage off. Then you owe her all this fucking money. You haven't worked since then. So you come back really and do this to her now in the meantime he got a job working for his sister for her sister uh husbands or whatever and he was delivering things like from here and there to different businesses their top the top customers um and he didn't do that so he messed it up they were able to keep their trucks whoever i guess they were um partner with so they did that but he messed up and turned that deal down and stuff like that so she was fed up about that time and she was like you know me I can be the devil and when she said that part I felt that <laughs> but she was very upset and the part is or the fact is that how could you do all this stuff to her and feel comfortable and then you're going to sit there and turn this down so eventually she puts him out he gets his shit he don't have nothing to take besides these Nina Simone records that he has and a laptop which he leaves so she decides to go on a date with one of the dudes that her sister uh, hooks her up with and that works out and stuff like that but the night that they go out it's at this place and she starts him and he's a fucking dishwasher and he's homeless slaying the shelter so she couldn't believe it so she goes back and tell her sister I guess or her sisters and they talk about it and all this stuff so and now she wants to like finalize the divorce so when he gets there they're like well we're ready to um you know, give you the car and your clothes. I'm like, damn, the car and the clothes, that's all the fuck that you're gonna get. So he was like, baby, if you do this right now, don't do this right now, and blah, 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 like, she was so mad, so like, no, she don't wanna hear all that. I don't wanna blame her at all, because that's a long fucking sign. You playing with someone's feelings, and then you're gonna come with this, so, whatever. Now, the lady that he cheated on when they were younger in the beginning of their relationship, she works for Prescott. So, like I said, reviewing all of his videos and work and letters, I guess, she finally gets the attention of the man named Prescott and he gets a chance. He turns that down. Then he makes a phone call one night and then he calls her and explains this and that. And she's like, Oh no, you can't be staying in a shelter. I'm gonna come get you and all this bull crap. Next morning, she wakes him up and she has a proposal for him. So it landed. 
they're going to buy his battery. Basically, he didn't want to give up the rights of his stuff that he handmade, I guess, or whatever, and like the copyright and all of this stuff. So, um, he came to uh, his ex-wife's job, and he gave her a check, and he bought the house back that was uh, mortgage off, and which he wanted to be financed. She did that, and some roses and made this long, boring ass speech. So she was shook and like she couldn't really express, which it was kind of hard because it was sweet at the same time, but still. But she thinks about all that, and she goes home. Her sisters are home, and she's like. Here's a check. Here's this, the keys, the house, well, the keys to the house. And they were like, wow, wow, wow. Well, maybe we should go um, cash the check. No, she checked and said, no, the check is good. The check isn't bad. And by this time, the sister is still like bittersweet. So to Raw, she finally gets like the courage. I was waiting forever and we were to see this. But she gets in the courage to like, but shit the hell out. Like, your shit stinks too. Everybody knows your husband has a child. Everybody knows that your nigga's not good. She said that to the other sister. And then the dude that she is like, with, he's like tall and light skinned or whatever. Like, he's big for nothing. Cause she was like, you can't be that big and you're dick that little. Listen, when I said, oh my God, I know that hurt him. Like, that nigga would need Obamacare to get right. <laughs> so she said that to him and left. And she was fed up because all this time she was listening to them. And, you know, it kind of messed up the situation with her and her husband staying together. Because, I mean, she was with him from then up until when they got divorced. But it didn't work out. So she arrived at his house. And all lovey-dovey thinking things are good after what he said to her. And when she arrives, just the top floor house with all these expensive things in it, this amazing view. And this is uh, one of the things that he promised her. And when she talks and like hugs up on him, here comes this bitch, the same one that he cheated on in the beginning with. Hi, I'm his fiance, and she like turns her hand for her to see the ring, and then she shakes her hand. So she just storms out the door, which I would too. She was kind of like embarrassed because you know you got this female in the house, and now you're engaged, and like that's one of the things that you promised me that I was going to get, and you didn't do it. So now. She has been embarrassed. She's like going in her car and riding home and she is furious. And she just can't get over that fact. So by that time she is going crazy. It's like late in the morning. She's playing music and she's living like a college student. She has like this blow up bed. And she has become a stalker of the girl that he is now with. Like everything she posts. Wedding ideas and things like that. She just comment on it and make these comments and 
every move that she makes, she's looking at. So she picked this wedding dress out. The same wedding dress that Sarashi talked about when they were together. The same damn designer and everything. So, you know what she does? She goes to the boutique. And she's like, oh, I'm just looking around. And she searches for the dress with the girl name on it. I think her name was uh, Dana or something like that. And she pours, I think it's acid. So she messes up the dress. So now they're back in court again. And Judge was like, well, ma'am, we're not going to tolerate this. If you uh, do this again, you're going to spend 40 days in jail locked up. And the lady that he's with now, she's like, oh, don't worry about it because I couldn't for the injury. This little one is getting me kind of big. So around that time, that was it. Like, now you got this girl pregnant. So you lied about that. Well, not lied about that, but you got her pregnant. Really? Then he goes and gives her this boat. And it's called Miss Gill. Okay, nigga, did you not promise your ex-wife that? That's the second thing. The wedding dress. Now you got a pregnant also. So, all that stuff that you promised her, you give to the next female. So now she feel betrayed because she put all her time and her money and her energy. This lady has lost a lot of stuff because of you. You never once helped her. So you betrayed her. So she finds her way somehow on a boat on a honeymoon after the wedding and she uh, gets in there and then she ends up telling everybody to jump off of the captain and uh, the other people. So they jump off and she is uh, sitting there and she rubs his chest. He's thinking that's his wife. No, that's her. So she walks up and like, hey, how you doing? And she asks the question, why? Why is this? Why is that? How come? Really? And stuff like that. So at that time, emotions are really high. So the gun like, goes off by accident and it shoots him. So the wife hears the gun go off. But she don't know that Taraji is actually on a boat. And she has a red dress on that she was looking for when she came back in the room to take her bath. So, Tarashi goes upstairs and meet her and like, yeah, give me that ring, bitch. So she took the girl wet ring and stuff like that. So, at that time, the girl was like, why are you doing this? And she was like, you know why. So basically, you know why she is doing this? She wants what she deserves because that should be hers. But in the meeting, all the stuff is over. Like you guys are not married no more. But she feels that she still deserves this. Which I think she do, but you're not together. So anyway, like she uh gets this axe and she chases him around the boat, trying to hit him with it. So basically, the wedding dress got a uh, long train to it. So um, the hook that they have for boats, when they want them to stay in place, I guess, wherever they at, it uh, drags her uh, train 
by the tip and she goes underwater. So at that point, she can't swim up because it's pulling her down and it's so much weight. She ends up dying and he ends up dying too because she chops him like on the side with the axe. So both are dead. So now that same bitch who was there after the fact, now you're pregnant, your husband is dead. So you have nothing, but she is married. So I'm like, well, she probably has some money and all that stuff. But it's a good movie. You guys really have to go see this movie. In my opinion, what I got from it is you don't play with nobody heart, male or female, and you don't do them like that because what goes around, come back around. So, and if you're grown, you know what you're doing. If you know better, you do better in all the decisions that you make, no matter what it is, because you did it, so now it's the consequence for everything. So stop playing with these females out here, these males out here, taking them for granted. You can't have your cake and eat it too and expect not to get in trouble, or you can't get mad when you did this person wrong and they turn around and do the same thing to you. When they pull a you on you, now you're mad. No, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. It takes two to tangle. So it don't work like that at all. You can't sit up here and do what you want to do and expect me not to do nothing. Yeah, they are. Or there are some people like that that will go through these things and let people do all type of crazy things to them and hurt them and then... When they do get somebody that treats them right, they be so bitter. Everything is so bitter. Like, no, you can't be in a healthy relationship like that. Like, for example, my cousin, she was in a relationship for four years. But she ain't never smiled. It's four years. You ain't smile yet? It looks like you're hurting when you talk. There's no way that you're going to tell me that you're going to sit there for four years and be treated like that. But then again, that's them. I can't say that. Because in my last seriously relationship when we broke up, it was all good. Yeah, I was hurt because I'm like, you know, all my time seemed like it was wasted. And I hate the fact that I said what happened to me before and what I do more. You turn around and do that. So like how could you do that or the relationship after that? How could you do that and then like, it don't make no sense to me. But now it's all good. Because at the end of the day, I'm all fine with all my exes. I'm moving on. So there's no time for the bullshit. Like, no time for it at all. But this has been my little segment about this movie. So you guys, please, please go check out Tyler Perry's Acrimony. It's a great movie. And it's jammed full with action, the drama is crazy, the scenes, the actors, they play their role, they really do, like they really play their role, and you can learn from it, what not to do with people, and not to play with them, so love yourself is all I can say, but stuff like that is real, shit is real out here in this world, but anyway, thanks for checking out my station with Talking With G. So stay tuned for any more segments I may upload or a little 
commentaries about different things or subjects or other stuff so as always i'm gonna be out i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day so talk to you later peace and blessings yo what's up everybody hope that your day is going great the vibes and everything is going great wherever you are from work home out of shopping with the children or whatever so happy Easter well belated Easter to everybody hope you guys have a excuse me had a state holiday and uh, this past weekend so I had a chance to go see Tyler Perry's movie Acrimony with uh, Taraji P. Henson and other actors so this is a little intake on my opinion of the movie and stuff like that. So here we go. So basically the movie is really, really good. It's action food and there are scenes in it that you can relate to, male or female. I rather hear opinion from both sexes. To me it's really uh, a good movie. So basically it starts off, um, she's in the office. Or not in the office, but in court, rather, uh, being um, talked to and stuff like that about the situations she has put them into. And by them, I mean her past ex-husband and the person that she's um, really threatening, which has happened to be the girl that he slept with. In the previous years when they were together so basically it starts off uh, in a college settings excuse me college settings when those two are talking and doing other things they finally date and stuff like that and she so happens to be leaving school late that evening and it's raining it's raining real hard so she bumps into him on the way going home and when they pick the paperwork um, she picks up some of his, he picks up some of hers. So in return, he ended up going to a dorm room and giving, uh, her paperwork back to her. And he was like, well, I think you have some of mine. And being that she was pissed off, she said no. What she did, so he took a look at her essay or work, rather, that she did for the teacher. It so happened, I believe it was like the last semester that um, he took and it was the same teacher so he uh, was able to help her and stuff like that so fast forward to them walking he was like hey 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 and he see her in the hallway or not hallway but like in the courtyard or something like that and she's leaving so he asked well how did you do so she still filled it and she was kind of upset about it and she didn't want to let her mom down or either, um, her siblings down because she's not perfect like them. So her parent, or her mother dies and then he decides to like calm her down or be there for her after the funeral and then he leaves because her no good sister is like Oh, this is her boyfriend. Let me introduce you to him. This is my husband, my sister, and so on. So basically, she's being just a bitch because she don't really like to do with that. Her sister's talking to. So anyway, 
leaving, he decides to walk back, which is the train station, how he got there. Because they live in two different separate towns. So she was like, no, 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 I'll take you, which he refuses. But she ended up taking him home. So when they arrived to his house, it was actually a trailer that he lives in that is in front of his uh, aunt. So he does that. And what happened was she was kind of shocked, but he like took advantage. I wouldn't say that, but being that when she was down and then he had his way with words. So he was very smooth and she liked that. And he is dark skin and his personality. And he was seeing all the right things to her, but it was actually the wrong time and she fell for it. So that kept going on and on and on. And so during their relationship, she slipped up and told that uh, her mom left the house, which was paid for, that's hers, and I think it was $350,000. So he would make suggestions here and there about ideas and stuff like that. So she would buy it and be interested in getting this for him like it's her decision, which it was not. So he is building this battery, basically. So from college up until like their marriage it's been years and years and years so the money kept dropping and she keeps buying all these different things for him and she constantly falls for it and eventually she gets tired of it so like she catches him cheating because he's not returning her phone call or nothing so she calls someone night of like hey you know, I haven't heard no call from you. This is such and such. He answers the phone and says, Oh, hey, baby, how you doing? Um, let me call you back because I need both hands for this part of the battery. So, there's always something when you know there isn't something going on right that just tells you, but you will not believe it at all, which she did. But there's one thing that he didn't know about her. She had a bad side. And when he, that side comes out, it's a whole different story. So she uh, went over to his home and she ramshacked the trailer two times. So the second time she did it and it rolled over. And all of this went on with like the small Jeep that she had. And she did it so hard, she didn't know that she pressed against the steering wheel. I believe she had to get um a scar to hysterect me and she was like I think twenty years old. So she was laid up for a while and then he came was like, I wanna see her and the sisters refused and they finally gave in to her, um, saying, Let them come and so they talk. He talked to her and stuff like that. Then he decides to propose and this nigga don't even have a ring. I'm like, is that a bubblegum machine ring or something? So she accepts it. Now they're married or whatever. And it's just not going too well. So he thinks it's going well, but it's not. So what happened was, later on during the movie, he meets this girl. And the girl that he meets is the same fucking girl that he cheated on her with. In the beginning of their relationship. So they're talking up, and he's trying to get attention to this company. Um, I believe it's called Prescott. And 
he was like, well, I think that it's um, good that I talk to you and it's God's way of me bumping into you and all this other blah, 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 bullshit stuff. So, like, she is so intrigued by these dumb videos that he's been sending in. He's been writing letters weekly and calling weekly. He ended up getting a phone call from head of security from that business to not come no near that building or he would get locked up. So she looked and looked at the stuff and like he got um, a chance to meet Prescott and talked about his product. He had no protege so he was like nah. And the sad part they offer him $800 million or $1,000 and he turned it down which was dumb because you already got this girl house that her mother left for finance, or not finance, but mortgage off. Then you owe her all this fucking money. You haven't worked since then. So you come back, really, and do this to her? Now, in the meantime, he got a job working for his sister, for her sister, uh, husbands or whatever and he was delivering things like from here and there to different businesses their top the top customers um and he didn't do that so he messed it up they were able to keep their trucks whoever i guess they were um partnering with so they did that but he messed up and turned that deal down and stuff like that so she was fed up about that time and she was like you know me. I can be the devil. And when she said that part, I felt that. <laughs> but she was very upset. And the part is, well, the fact is that how could you do all this stuff to her and feel comfortable? And then you're going to sit there and turn this down. So eventually, she puts him out. He gets his shit. He don't have nothing to take besides these Nina Simone records that he has and a laptop which he leaves so she decides to go on a date with one of the dudes that her sister uh hooks her up with and that works out and stuff like that but the night that they go out it's at this place and she starts him and he's a fucking dishwasher and he's homeless staying in a shelter so she couldn't believe it, so she goes back and tells her sister, I guess, or her sisters, and they talk about it and all this stuff. So, and now she wants to like finalize the divorce. So when he gets there, they're like, "Well, we're ready to, um, you know, give you the car and your clothes." I'm like, "Damn, the car and the clothes—that's all the fuck that you're gonna get." So he was like, "Baby, if you do this right now." don't do this right now and blah 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 like she was so mad so like no she don't want to hear all that I don't want to blame her at all because that's a long fucking time you playing with someone feelings and then you're gonna come with this so whatever now the lady that he cheated on when they were younger in the beginning of their relationship she works for Prescott so like I said reviewing all of his videos and work and letters I guess she finally gets the attention of the man named Prescott and he gets the chance he turns that down then 
he makes a phone call one night and then he calls her and explains this and that. And she's like, oh no, you can't be staying in a shelter. I'm going to come get you and all this bull crap. Next morning, she wakes him up and she has a proposal for him. So it landed. They're going to buy his battery. Basically, he didn't want to give up the rights of his stuff that he handmade, I guess, or whatever, and like the copyright and all of this stuff. So, um, he came to uh, his ex-wife's job and he gave her a check and he bought the house back that was uh, mortgage off and which he wanted to be financed. She did that and some roses and made this long, boring ass speech. So, she was shook and like she couldn't really express, which it was kind of hard because it was sweet at the same time, but still. But she thinks about all that, and she goes home, her sisters are home, and she's like, here's her check. Here's this, the keys, the house, or well, the keys to the house. And they were like, wow, wow, wow. Well, maybe we should go um, cash the check. No, she checked and said, no, the check is good. Jack is in bed, and by this time, the sister is still like bittersweet. So, to Raw, she finally gets like the courage. I was waiting forever and we were to say this, but she gets the courage to like, bitch, shut the hell up. Like, your shit stinks too. Everybody knows your husband has a child, everybody knows that your nigga's not good. She said that to the other sister. And then the dude that she is like with, he's like tall and light skinned or whatever. Like he's big for nothing. Cause she was like, you can't be that big and you're dick that little. Listen, when I said, oh my God, I know that hurt him. Like that nigga would need Obamacare to get right. <laughs> so she said that to him and left. And she was fed up because all this time she was listening to them. And you know, it kind of messed up. The situation with her and her husband staying together because I mean she was with him from then up until when they got divorced but it didn't work out so she arrived at his house and all lovey-dovey thinking things are good after what he said to her and when she arrived just the top floor house with all these expensive things in it this amazing view and this is uh, one of the things that he promised her. And when she talks and like hugs up on him, here comes this bitch. The same one that he cheated on in the beginning with. Hi, I'm his fiance. And she like turns her hand for her to see the ring and then she shakes her hand. So she just storms out the door, which I would too. She was kind of like embarrassed because you know, you got this female in the house and now you're engaged and like that's one of the things that you promised me that I was going to get and you didn't do it so now she has been embarrassed she's like going in her car and riding home and she's furious and she just can't get over that fact so by that time she's going crazy it's like late in the morning She's playing music and 
she's living like a college student. She has like this blow up bed and she has became a stalker of the girl that he is now with. Like everything she posts, wedding ideas and things like that. She just comment on it and make these comments and every move that she makes, she's looking at. So she picked this wedding dress out. The same wedding dress that Sarashi talked about when they were together. The same damn designer and everything. So, you know what she does? She goes to the boutique and she's like on this looking around and she searches for the dress with the girl name on it. I think her name was uh, Dana or something like that. And she poured her, I think it's acid. So she messes up the dress. So now they're back in court again. And Judge was like, well, ma'am, we're not going to tolerate this. If you uh, do this again, you're going to spend 40 days in jail locked up. And the lady that he's with now, she's like, oh, don't worry about it because I couldn't find it anyway. This little one is getting me kind of big. So around that time, that was it. Like, now you got this girl pregnant. So you lied about that. Well, not lied about that, but you got her pregnant. Really? Then he goes and gives her this boat. And it's called Miss Gill. Okay, nigga, did you not promise your ex-wife that? That's the second thing. The wedding dress. Now you got a pregnant also. So, all that stuff that you promise her, you give to the next female. So now she feel betrayed because she put all her time and her money and her energy. This lady has lost a lot of stuff because of you. You never once helped her. So you betrayed her. So she finds her way somehow on a boat on a honeymoon. After the wedding, and she uh, gets in there, and then she ends up telling everybody to jump off of the captain and uh, the other people. So they jump off, and she is uh, sitting there, and she rubs his hands. He's thinking that's his wife. No, that's her. So she walks up, and like, hey, how you doing? And she asks the question, why? Why is this? Why is that? How come? Really and stuff like that. So at that time, emotions are really high. So the guns like goes off by accident and it shoots him. So the wife hears the gun go off, but she don't know that Taraji is actually on a boat, and she has a wedding dress on that she was looking for when she came back in the room to take her bath. So. Tarashi goes upstairs and meet her. I'm like, yeah, give me that ring, bitch. So she took the girl wet ring and stuff like that. So at that time, the girl was like, why are you doing this? And she was like, you know why. So basically, you know why she is going there? She wants what she deserves because that should be hers. But in the meeting, all this stuff is over like you guys are not married no more but she feels that she still deserves this which i think she do but you're not together so anyway like she uh gets this axe and she chases him
around the boat trying to hit him with it. So basically the wedding dress got a uh, long train to it. So um, the hook that they have for boats when they want them to stay in place, I guess, wherever they at, it uh, drags her uh, train by the tip and she goes underwater. So at that point, she can't swim up because it's pulling her down and it's so much weight. She ends up dying and he ends up dying too because she chops him like on the side with the axe. So both are dead. So now that same bitch who was there after the fact, now you're pregnant, your husband is dead. So you have nothing. But she is married, so I'm like, well, she probably has some money and all that stuff. But it's a good movie. You guys really have to go see this movie. In my opinion, what I got from it is you don't play with nobody heart, male or female, and you don't do them like that because what goes around, come back around. So, and if you're grown, you know what you're doing. If you know better, you do better in all the decisions that you make, no matter what it is. Because you did it, so now it's the consequence for everything. So stop playing with these females out here, these males out here, taking them for granted. You can't have your cake and eat it too and expect not to get in trouble. Or you can't get mad when you did this person wrong and they turn around and do the same thing to you. When they pull a you on you, now you're mad. No, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. It takes two to tangle. So it don't work like that at all. You can't sit up here and do what you want to do and expect me not to do nothing. Yeah, they are. Well, there are some people like that that will go through these things and let people do all that crazy things to them and hurt them and then when they do get somebody that treats them right, they be so butter. Everything is so butter. Like, no. You can't be in a healthy relationship like that. Like, for example, my cousin, she was in a relationship for four years. But she ain't never smiled. It's four years. You ain't smile yet? It looks like you're hurting when you talk. There's no way that you're going to tell me that you're going to sit there for four years and be treated like that. But then again, that's them. I can't say that. Because in my last seriously relationship when we broke up, it was all good. Yeah, I was hurt because I'm like, you know, all my time seemed like it was wasted. And I hate the fact that I said what happened to me before and what I do want. You turn around and do that. So like how could you do that? Or the relationship after that, how could you do that? And then like, it don't make no sense to me, but now it's all good because at the end of the day, I'm all fine with all my exes. I'm moving on, so there's no time for the bullshit, like, no time for it at all. But this has been my little segment about this movie, so you guys, please, please go check out Tyler Perry's Acrimony. It's a great movie, and it's jammed full with action, the drama is crazy, the scenes, the actors, they play their role, they really do, like they really play their role, and you can learn from it what not to do with people and 
not to play with them. So, love yourself is all I can say. But stuff like that is real. Shit is real out here in this world. But anyway, thanks for checking out my station with Talking With G. So, stay tuned for any more segments I may upload or little commentaries about different things or subjects or other stuff. So, as always, I'm going to be out. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. So, talk to you later. Peace and blessings.